Our friends at DNCO have styles exclusively in sizes 10 to 32. They're all about helping women find their personal style. If you're plus, you know it's not always easy to find clothes you love. DNCO is all about solving that with a great shop and personal styling service dedicated to the plus community. They have hundreds of brands you love, like Mainwell, Third Love, and Eloquate. Use our code SWIPEFAT for 30% off your order. Head to dia.com slash SWIPEFAT to get shopping. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Nikki. Welcome to Swipe Fat. Where dating's hard. But dating when you're fat is even harder. Is it Mercury and retrograde again? I don't think so, but like, I've, it is for us. Like what it the is for fuck us. is happening? Why, why, why last night did they both come like I try to know. pop back in? They just did a little peek around. Mine, mine was less su- or like more subtle than yours. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't even know. Like, I feel like it was a bold move because this person had never liked one of my social media posts before we were ever whilst dating, whilst dating, never liked (laughs) whilst in a relationship. Yeah. Never liked anything on my social media (laughs) last night. They did. He's like, he's like, I want attention. (laughs) Like on a cake decorating video of all things. I was like, really? Yeah, well, maybe I thought it was gonna be like a thirst trap. Mm-mm-mm. No, apparently he liked it because I was being artistic. I was being creative. <laughs> That's all I can assume. I'll okay. never find out because I'll never ask him. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure mine was because um, a sports team won something. So, oh yes, yes, um, there was uh, some beverages was... imbibed. But yes, beverages, yes, and uh, lots of celebrating. Yeah, because it was pretty early. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be drunk. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> now I understand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why I heard from you, mm-hmm. sir. Uh-huh. I, will, I will say I am swiping and messaging boys. Good for you. Uh, I am too. I've been having luck on Hinge. Hinge? Okay. Still not yeah. luck on Hinge. I'm doing on Bumble, but of course, this one fucker on <laughs> Friday night, it could be worse. It could have been super sexual, but um, I mean, it it was it was assumed sexual because yeah. he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going like out to this festival. He goes, oh, I live out there. I'm sure I'll see you. I go, and after a couple of glasses of orange wine, I was like, well, if you come out, like, here's my number. Yeah. And he goes, oh, nice. Well, here's mine. And then he's like, I live on this street and this street. And I was like, nice. If you come out, let me like, he was assuming after going back and forth that I was immediately going to go to his house without ever meeting him. He just assumed I was going to come over and fuck him and the audacity of men. Yeah. I never heard from him. I'm, I'm glad about that. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Ick. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we're both trying again. I obviously um had a rough few weeks, as evidenced on the podcast. So a rough spring, if you will. You're welcome, guys, for all of the bad juju vibes <laughs> I gave out. Um <laughs> but now I'm back. Okay. I had a bad May was rough. Rough, <laughs> and we're both back in the saddle. We yes. hope. <laughs> we hope. Well, um, well, and if not, that's fine too. Yeah, that's fine too. 
That's fine too. Yeah. That's fine too. I'm in a semi-hopeful state, not about the world, but about. <laughs> oh, not about the world. Definitely not about the world. Um, well, I've been seeing so many, we could even take this out, but I've been seeing so many people, um, boyfriends getting vasectomies for them. Good for them. On TikTok. And I was like, you know what? I just want to find someone to have a vasectomy for me. Yeah. Who, or who would want to, who would yeah, offer? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that I want them to. I'm just saying that like, I, I want someone to offer it to me. Yeah. And yeah. that's all. You just want, want new life to, goals. Want somebody to care enough for that. Yeah. I want yeah. someone to care. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's- um, so today we have a guest on, um, her name is Jaren Nicole. You might know her as awkward fat girl on TikTok. And um, on Instagram, I think she's Jaren Nicole. Yeah, she is. Yeah, okay, I thought so. Um, and she has documented a lot about her body confidence journey on TikTok. Um, she also talks a lot about dating. And um, Wasn't she on BodCon with you? She was on the BodCon um, panel with me of, mm. about dating. And um, I just really liked her perspective. She's also Gen Z, so, um, you know, a different viewpoint is always mm-hmm. appreciated. So really excited to have her on today. Hi, Jaren. Hello. Thanks for joining us. No, I'm so happy to even be here. Like this is a dream come true. Mm, we're so excited to have you. I love it. Like being on the BotCon thing together was so fun. And I was, was like, really fun. I you know, are right? a great host. Like, she- yeah. We don't need a compliment her. We don't need to do that. We don't have to start that way. You don't have to do that. Her ego's already inflated enough. We don't have to add more. <laughs> well, I just, I literally just told you, Nikki, that my ego is on the floor. I needed this boost. Okay. <laughs> I've been playing the comparison game yeah. way too much lately. I'm sure yes. like all of us like know how yeah. that is in social media, but. Mm-hmm. We got um, into that last week, so it, it's fine. We always. I feel yeah. like it's like once a month we go through it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's like, even though, according to Jamie Barron, we should not. I know. We had, we had somebody on and we talked all about this and we have to do better, but it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard. Um, when you, Alex had that panel on BiCon, she kept talking about you and she was like, yeah, she's Gen Z. She's Gen Z. She was so like, yeah, it's great to get a Gen Z's perspective. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, uh, no. BodyCon was great. And like meeting Alex on there, I just love how, you know, I got to meet her and like the other panelists mm-hmm. on there and just kind of build a connection. But I mean, I am considered Gen Z, but I think I just made the cutoff. I'm not how old are you? I'm, I was born in 99. I'm 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same age as my sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an elder millennial. So that feels... <laughs> Like definitely see to me. <laughs> we love it's the true. Point. I'm geriatric. <laughs> Nikki, what, what's yours? I'm 31. No, so- I'm 32. I'm 32. I just turned 32. She's I just was, a millennial. I always, yeah, I always forget my age. So uh, it's a normal millennial. This, yeah, I'm a normal millennial, Great. born in 1990. Oh my so, god! <laughs> let's, the- let's make I'm Alex feel old. old. That's my favorite game. <laughs> It's the worst. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> it's fine. I just remember all of the 90s. It's fine. It's fine. 
I remember the 90s too. No, you don't. But yes, you guys I, are so lucky to really have that era, to really experience it. Thank you. Know you. What? I know you it's so hot right now. You get to experience it now again, so you're good. I get to experience that and the 2000s. I just saw that they're bringing like bicep bracelets back and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Bicep bracelet. Oh, yeah, oh it's it's the cup the that goes around arm. your arm. Oh, you it know was what? a fat girl nightmare. Let yeah, me tell my, you. My arms were too fat for it back then. Maybe the, they'll make plus size ones now. Who knows? Probably if it, you know, they, they are should. now making plus size low rise jeans, which I wish wasn't a thing. But if you want to wear them, wear them. Do not recommend. No, <laughs> but I mean, I don't like my butt right. crack hanging out inclusivity so i mean hey yeah i'm here for it i guess (laughs) so how did you get started i was gonna say how'd you get started on the internet which i guess it is the internet social media who's the geriatric millennial (laughs) now (laughs) (laughs) okay boomer (laughs) you know honestly out well with tiktok i would say you know, I had my cousins on it and I would see them like doing all these little weird dances and just doing stuff. And I was like, I would never join that app. It's so lame. Two months later, I'm joining the app, getting in on all the trends. And then I come across this sound from White Chicks. Um, it's like the girl, she's in the dressing room, like somebody throw Shamu in the water or something like that. And so I think I did a sound to that and I got such a good response from other plus size women just kind of telling me they feel the same way about their bodies and we just kind of had a conversation in the comments and I was like you know maybe I should make more videos uplifting plus size women and that's what I kind of started doing I didn't think it would take me here but that's mm-hmm. where that's where it all started I love that you're I don't know, Nikki just sent me one that you just did um, like a few weeks ago, right? That was in June about, um, give me more information here, Nikki. It was like- I don't think she loved that she posted it. Oh, I know. I don't think they're going to love that you posted it. It was about the- um, You you had the, they've reposted your video and you were so proud. And then you went into the comments. Oh yeah, girl. Yeah, so Black TikTok, they um, they emailed me and they were like, we want to honor you. And I was so happy about it, so proud, just because like it's such an accomplishment to even That's be a able huge to like, deal. Yeah, we're even like be able to work with TikTok and like be a part of the creator fund or pre- Black creator um, experience. So, you know, I made the video and I was just like, yes. And then they posted and I actually didn't see it until uh, a mutual of mine on TikTok um, mentioned me in the video and I went to the video and of course all the comments came up and I was just like defeated and yeah. you know it was it's like I said in that video it's not unusual for me to get comments like that but because I was so proud of that I was just expecting to be celebrated in that moment and when I just went to the comments the first thing I see are just you know random people that don't even matter just commenting all these things and I don't know I just broke down yeah yeah it really broke my spirit um but like I said in the video at the end if you stay to the end because I made a long rant um I knew I was going to be okay after that I just I guess I don't know I it was just one of those moments you know you go through your confidence journey and you feel like 
you know, nothing people will say will ever matter to you again, but that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. And I guess I posted that for that reason. I wanted to show people that, you know, I, as confident as I am, as confident as I portray myself to be, I definitely still have these moments where I break down a couple of times um, over stupid comments like that from people who don't even have a profile picture. Um, but we, we still gonna be okay, you mm -hmm. know, we're gonna be yeah. okay. So I think that's, um, what I wanted to show people that even though I feel like this in the moment, I'm going to come out of this even stronger, more confident. Yeah. I think the thing that hit me the most was when you said like, I don't even want to send this to my mom because she's going to read everything. And I want it to be like the positive stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, you're gonna make me cry too. Because I get that. Like, I, I think, you know, a lot of times you don't want your parents to see you in a, you want them to be proud of you. And then they're going to have to look at these comments and then like, like going to mama mode and you know like be upset for you when it's like the opposite you want that opposite reaction where they're like elated yeah and honestly I still haven't sent it to her not even because I think I honestly forgot to send it to her but <laughs> um yeah I, I still haven't sent it to her so after this I'm gonna send it to her okay her heads up but I, you know after I posted that video people just flooded the comments with love and and mm -hmm. I really appreciated that I was like I love this community um because we just get each other and yeah. you know even though I was feeling that way people they went to the comments they defended me I was seeing my friends on there arguing with people I was just like oh my god but I, I loved it and I really appreciated everybody in that moment you can just download the video and then send it to your mom don't send her the link that's what I do okay that yeah. makes sense scrolling through my tiktok anyway yeah yeah exactly. unfortunately my mother does so your mom watches your tiktoks yes she I does. did not know that yeah she watches my yeah she watches our tiktoks she doesn't listen to the podcast but she watches tiktoks um and she asked me i was posting this series of things that guys say to me and she asked me to stop doing that <laughs> because um. because she's like it's hurting your soul Aww. so because I I recently like went viral on Instagram uh I had a, a video hit a million views and uh I <clears throat> yeah not good what has come my way since then See, I think it's so sad that like all so I think all three of us have had like bad experiences where it's like you go viral and you should be happy but mm -hmm. it's like the comments that you get are just I had to take a break from TikTok because I had one that went viral and it was just it was me eating so you know how that is gonna go um <laughs> and it's just like so you're like I'm sh I should be excited and I should be excited to create more but like now I don't want to create anymore like yeah, it makes yeah. me sad yeah and I actually haven't really posted on TikTok like I've been wanting to but I just don't really have a desire yeah you gotta and take a break I think, yeah, I think mostly it's because of the whole break thing, but it's just social media has a way of just really overwhelming you. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's almost inevitable, especially if you're like a content creator. Like Nikki said, you do definitely have to take your breaks, but I'm so horrible with like kind of managing my time and like figuring out when I should. And mm -hmm. so when I do get like the burnout, it's like, I don't even have the motivation to come back. I eventually will, but I don't know. And then, especially when you go viral and then like it ends up on the wrong side of TikTok, mm -hmm. you're just like, okay, I don't got time for this right now. 
Right. I think yeah, the wrong side of Chicago is a bad place. It's the bad for place. Sure. For sure. It's not and great. I've, I've definitely been on the, the receiving end of like the wrong side of TikTok being a whole bunch of male, just mm-hmm. all these guys flooding my comment section on um, another one being just like different. I don't want to just say it was like a the skinnier woman community, uh, community, but flooding my videos, you know, kind of taking what I said the wrong way, but you know, so it. Is anyone begging you to lose weight because you're so pretty? You're so pretty, but please, 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 please lose weight. All the time. That's the new thing. That's yeah. the new thing I'm getting. It definitely is. Uh, please lose weight. You're too beautiful. You're going to die like in a year. And I'm just like, I remember Nick, um, Alex, I did a mukbang on my live and I was so nervous to do it. Um, mukbang, if you don't know, is eating on eating on video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mukbang. And then um, I got a comment like, do you ever like, are you ever going to go see a doctor about your health? Like, I was like, I'm healthy. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Like, I know. I don't see, understand why people can't get the fact that you can be big and healthy and uh, live your best life. But you don't even have to be healthy at the end of the day. Like it's not their body. Exactly. Why are they so worried? Mind your business. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm like, you scroll know, away. Scroll, scroll away. away. If you don't want to see me eating this delicious pizza on live, just go somewhere else please yeah so it to me a lot of a lot of people on social media kind of feel like they can get away with saying anything just because it is like you're that person's not in front of you yeah but, um I don't understand it but hey it's the world we live in today so I don't know wild did you get bullied at, like growing up in school because every time now that I get comments like not every time, but a lot of the times it like brings me back to like middle school, high school, me who was getting bullied for being fat. Um, I would definitely say, okay, yeah, I guess I did get bullied, but in my experience, I was the person to stick up for myself and then stick up mm-hmm. for other people. So like, you know, people did talk about me, but I was the clapback queen back then. Okay. So you're going to talk about me, but you were going to hear my mouth as well. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I did. And there are times, I think, especially like with the black TikTok video, mm-hmm. I think that kind of did do that for me. Like it brought me back to a place where I just felt so, I don't want to say innocent, but it did bring me back to a place where I just felt so vulnerable. Like, yeah, you know, I can't believe this is kind of happening to me again. Um, mm-hmm. And I couldn't, in that moment, I couldn't protect myself like I would have. Right. So, yeah. Because they were not in front of you. Yeah. 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 So how did you like, um, when you talk about your confidence journey, how do you feel like that sort of like started in terms of like, you know, maybe you were younger and you weren't as confident. How do you feel like you got to the place you are now? I want to say my confidence journey has always, I want to say it started even when I was in elementary school, because the thing about it is at home, I was never made to feel like I was different. Like I was, there was something wrong with me. And I, I appreciate my family and my parents for that so much. Um, so yeah, throughout my childhood, I never thought anything was wrong with me until I started going to school and people mm-hmm. told me like, you're too fat, you're too tall, you're too black. And so um, 
I want to say that it started there, but I would say when I got in high school is where it really sparked and it really became a journey. In my 11th grade year, I went through like a, a really bad depression. And I think it's because at the time I kind of was getting bullied, you know, even though you stick up for yourself, it doesn't mean that you don't um, still have people saying mean things to you. So yeah, there was a time where we got really dark and I just remember coming out of that and kind of having like an epiphany almost. Um, like if I'm going to be this way for the rest of my life, even if it changes then or whatever, I have to love myself now. I can't let people, and I feel like this is what everybody says, but it's really true. You can't let people dictate how you're going to move through your life because if you do, you'll only be unhappy. And so I kind of just realized that. And that's when I started just, you know, getting out of my comfort zone, wearing things I wanted to wear. I think like crop tops really became a thing um, during that era. And I was like, I want to wear that so bad. And um, yeah, I started like doing, wearing those clothes that I wanted to wear, putting on more makeup or doing things with my hair and just kind of being able to express myself in a way that I never felt like I could because I wasn't the one that was supposed to be able to do that. Because yeah, or like bring attention to yourself almost, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and then that's pretty much where it all started. And then college just became an even bigger journey. And I just kind of became more expressive and became who I am. And to this day, I'm still on this journey, but I am so happy for the fact that you go through like things like being bullied almost, and you come out of it stronger and more confident and feeling more empowered. And um, I'm happy where I'm at today. I really am. And I definitely think I still have a lot more growing to do, but, um, little me would probably be like so obsessed with me right now. <laughs> oh, I love goal. that. Yeah. And I love that you had it earlier. We were waiting, waited into our late twenties, early thirties. So like, yeah. I love that it, like you were able to start loving yourself early on. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like you saw people like in the media and stuff that you could like look at and be like, oh, they're doing it. So I feel like I can, or do you really feel like it was fully internal? I think I want to say it's both because, yeah. you know, I would say now we live in an era where you can see more people who you relate to, but um, when you're in your personal life, like in a, in a classroom, you're probably the only plus size kid. And then if you add like the other things that make you you, me being tall and black, and then it just adds more. But I think, um, I can't remember if this was like ending my end of middle school era, going into high school, Glee was the thing. And I love Amber Riley. Mm. And she's somebody that I like, you know, even if our character, like her character and me weren't like really relatable in the sense of our lives or whatever, just seeing her on television, um, it, it was really such a like a big moment for me. Um, and she was somebody I looked up to. I still love Amber Riley to this day. What was your dating life like growing up? <sighs> what dating life growing up? That's, okay. that's what it was like. Where, um, when was your first kiss? First kiss was in college. Okay. As a trooper dare. Oh. Yeah. That was That's... my first kiss. And um, 
yeah, no emotion behind it. Just mm -hmm. uh, pure uh, witness in a cup. And uh, <laughs> um, True for Dare became my first kiss and that's how that happened. But with the, with the guy I actually liked, I would say maybe not too long after that, maybe like a month later, a couple months after that. Okay. Do you think the truth or dare like broke like you being nervous? Like was it you not were you not kissing anybody because it was you? Like on you, like you were friend zoning yourself or like being friend zoned or like honestly, okay, when it when the truth or dare situation arised, I wasn't that nervous. Like I was like talking to my friends, like, should I really do it? I wanted to do it so bad. Should I do it though? Okay, let's just do it. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to say it was necessarily on me, but for me to like really open up to somebody and like even a first kiss, I really have to like somebody. Mm -hmm. So like um I think I said this on the Bodcon panel, but I really didn't get male attention until I got in college. So when I got there, I definitely had experiences that were new and I appreciate, <laughs> but um, it was definitely an eye-opening experience, like what's going on? Mm -hmm. uh, this has never happened to me before. And, you know, when I was in elementary school and middle school and high school, you always see the people who have the little boyfriends and you're just wanting that so much. And you're like, does anyone like me? But um, yeah, when I got to college, it was just, a whole another playground and um that's where I kind of got to experience more of like the whole dating and f boys and love mm -hmm. and yeah it was great <laughs> mine was around the similar similar time 18 wasn't like first year freshman year of college is when guys started liking me and mm -hmm. I had no idea I thought they all just wanted to be friends with me and I, I got called basically a slut because like they're like pick pick the one and I was like what do you mean who am I picking <laughs> we're just friends we're hanging out oh no same though I, until this day like I still have a problem recognizing when someone likes me mm -hmm. yeah. my friend is like you know that that guy is like flirting with you or like he likes you I'm like no he doesn't like if he liked me he would just tell me <laughs> <laughs> and and so I'm trying to Cause I think I do know how to flirt really well, but at the same time for me, it's just sometimes, and I think women do this a lot. It's just fun. Like we just mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Um, but then when the other person is like kind of giving that same energy, I'm just like, oh, it's just, we're just cool. Like It's just matching my energy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so much of it is like unlearning behaviors too. I mean, I still do it. I still friend zone people before like they even have an opportunity <laughs> to like come in and that's like I don't know I'm really bad at that and then so like even last night I didn't know you could party on a Sunday but you can definitely oh a hundred percent we do it last night I went out with um some girls and uh we went to a club and um you know I feel like in those type of settings, I do get hit on, but it's it's like sometimes I was just thinking about this because like sometimes you go into those settings and you're just like, is there anybody there looking for me? And then when you don't kind of get that, you know, like attention or 
the experience that you want, it can be a little frustrating and a little discouraging. Um, because like, you know, you're in a room full of everybody looking good. Everybody's dressed nice because, you know, everybody wants to show out or whatever. And then um, everyone else is getting attention, but then you're just there like. No. But at the same time, um, it's, I feel like it's okay in the sense of like the person who wants me will make it known and like, you know, mm -hmm. me, choose me, love me, so. Yeah, I definitely feel like in those situations where you do go out and it's like you're with, for me, especially if I'm with my other friends who are straight size, mm -hmm. it's like hard to separate. Um, I don't know. Well, first of all, I know I friend zone myself a lot where it's like a group of guys will come over to us and I'm, I already like, I'll be like, well, I know you don't like me. So I'll try to be like the cool, fun one, mm -hmm. kind of the bro. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, who, which one of my friends do you want? Let me, <laughs> let me hook that up. Let me do that connection. Boo, boo, boo. You know, like that's who I, are you figure getting that? Yeah. I'm uh, probably. And that's why they're like, Ooh, she a bro. I'm like, yeah, let me help you out. <laughs> or like, does she like girls? <laughs> like she's giving that vibe. That bro thing down to a T. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I want to like friend zone myself where they can friend zone me. Mm -hmm. I hate the thing where guys do the, like, you can tell they're like giving the look to their friend where it's like, you're fucking me over right now. Like I have to talk to this girl while you get to talk to that girl. So I want to like automatically take that out of the equation. I want to be like, well, I don't want to talk to you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, and it sucks because it's like sometimes, and I do the same thing and you might miss out on like mm -hmm. people really might be there for you. But for me, I just need you to let me know at this point. <laughs> and maybe I do need to work on myself too a little bit more, but man, it's hard. It's, it, and when you are plus size and you hang around people who are not, or you are dating someone who's not, they don't understand. They don't understand how it feels to be you. So they don't even think like that. Mm -hmm. so a situation of this is like my, me, my brother and his girlfriend, we were traveling because I was moving to another state. Um, and we traveled with Southwest and the guy that I checked in with, he was like, Miss Cooper, do you want um, a complimentary seat? Right. And I was like, in my head, it clicked right away. I'm like, it's because I'm fat. <laughs> like, yes, because, you know, those seats are small, whatever, whatever. And um, I knew that was the reason why. And he didn't really say it in a rude way, but I was still shook at the fact. I was like, okay, I don't know whether to be, like, happy about this or, like, offended. But, yeah, so, like, when um, my me and my brother were talking about it, he was like, oh, he was, like, you got an extra seat because of, like, uh, or coupon or something like that I'm like no it's because like I'm bigger and he wasn't understanding that until like I really had to talk him through everything he said and he was like oh I just really thought he just gave you a seat because of something else and so it's like you know because of who I am today and like more confident that situation like didn't really bother me I just found it a little bit more funny but like when you go through being plus size or just different or whatever it is alone and you're not really alone but in your personal life it really can be hard because internally you you know like certain things but other people don't realize it and they can't relate to that yeah do you have that thing where some of my friends get like uncomfortable when I talk about it like really 
like blatantly they'll be like uh, okay like what you know because they want to like pretend you're not fat the friends i have around me today no oh that's good yeah no and so um, they're not fat phobic is what you're telling me they're not <laughs> that's good they are hopefully not <laughs> um <laughs> no they don't and i and i'm appreciated uh really appreciate that because i did have friends that got uncomfortable or made me feel uncomfortable mm. um, about certain things so but they don't do that good I feel like there's a lot of like unlearning that has to happen, especially for us um, old millennials, like that went through the crazy yeah, dating phases. Two thousands were not kind to the big girls at all. No, 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 and not even to thin women either. Like they were unkind to everyone. Like mm-hmm. everyone thought that they were disgusting. Like they just made everyone. Like I don't. Who was confident then? I'd love to know. I'm just still jealous of everybody that got to shop at limited two though at 32 still still jealous yeah that's fair it was great it was a great experience yeah, it was a yeah. Great experience. good for you yeah sorry I, I apologize <laughs> I apologize for being thin growing up <laughs> you don't have to oh so you were thin you were straight size growing up yeah I, did, was, yeah I didn't think I was though you know so like I mean I could I was always the top end of a straight size so like the highest you could go mm-hmm. and so like, like mm, the chain like me being plus size and shopping in plus size stores probably didn't happen until my later 20s oh wow yeah so you had both experiences mm-hmm. except that I feel <laughs> I still feel really relate to the experiences that like big girls had when we were younger because of the toxic culture yeah. um like I still felt just like I don't know. I still got a lot of it. I wasn't like bullied as much, but I definitely um, had the mind fuck. Yeah. And like, I was taken to dietitians and put on diets and stuff. And, you know, I was like a size, t- I look back at photos and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. you were, like I was small. I don't, so it just is, it's sad. Yeah. And, and I feel like I want to talk about this more. I want to get to a place on social media and content creating where I like do sit down, um, like conversations about certain things because I feel like um, that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Well, or maybe it's like people know it, but it it doesn't get said that, you know, everybody kind of has these experiences of feeling like, you know, not good enough, not pretty enough, not skinny enough or whatever it is. And kind of be accepting to the fact that, you know, skinny women or straight size women um, go through the same thing almost in yeah. a different, completely different mm-hmm. way but it is a thing for sure yeah. yeah which is why I think all that like the you know the mid-size stuff and even like women on Instagram there was like a whole I feel like it's happening less now where like women were like you know showing that they have all this body fat to like you know be like hey look I have it too and it's like okay it's not the same but I understand that you also have issues with your body. Mm-hmm. It's like, we all have issues, right? Exactly what you're saying. These are just different and ours are a completely different problem and experience, right? Yeah. And then now there's this whole, now a new era is among us, which I'm not really too nervous for, but the whole like getting rid of your BBL is a thing now and now skinny is back in. And I'm just like- Wait, people are getting rid of it 
Mm-hmm. We missed out on that. Allegedly. Oh. Um, you know, like the Kardashians. I did see that Chloe took hers out, right? Yeah. And, you know, Kim is like really little or mm-hmm. a lot more um, thin. Um, I mean, and, you know, everybody gets to make their own choices, but I just hate a thing. Now it's a tabloid, like, I don't want to say like they said skinny is back in, but now it's a whole thing of like, you know, this is the trend now. And so, yeah, well, like, why is a body a trend, you know, <laughs> at all? That's the question. That's the question, the real tea. Right. Like, but, I don't know. I want to be at this place where it's like, where I feel like we were for like a hot second, where it was like everybody was like, you know, I feel like we were there. <laughs> no I feel like we're regressing a little bit uh and I felt and someone has said and I think actually multiple people have said this in a way like being a big girl is a trend now and that Mm -hmm. I get what they were saying I get what they were saying but at the same time it's just like why like why is it a trend and like even on TikTok and stuff I just get so cringed out when I see these guys like like I like big women and their videos go viral and then you go through their their following list and where are the big girls mm-hmm. drake you don't like big women okay you don't stop it get out of here <laughs> like he had a video of him marrying 20 different different women and i watched the video and i was like i was gonna make a video on this and i was like looking at all the women because at the end you really get to see them where was the plus size girls not one plus size girl nobody sings about it no no yeah i, I know really? mm. so do you have bbws in private is that what it is mm-hmm. that's, even yep. that's even worse yep worse <laughs> don't hide us please no because i can't even fit in the closet so <laughs> no <laughs> and that is the quote of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's so good <laughs> oh man do you get a lot of dms like um from men on tiktok um on tiktok i really don't get dms because i guess you have to like follow you have to follow the way, them. yeah yeah um but on instagram i do it's not like all the time but it does happen uh, a lot and they range from like creepy to creepier and then you just have that ultimate level of you need help um so yeah I definitely get those dms and I just I'm just like we talked about this before it started like who what makes you think that I will even be open to like hearing you out after saying right you want me to put my big luscious thighs on your face and smother you like no like that's not romantic at all no at what point did they get a positive reaction from that that made them think that they should keep doing it is my question I don't think they have (laughs) I really don't think they have I think that they're just shooting their shot and they're very delusional because all of these happen in the middle of the night at least I don't at least mine I don't know about yours mine happened in the middle of the night their voice calling they're like video messaging. I get all these voice memo notes, dick pics. Like I love the amount of times I've been told I love you by a man who doesn't even know how to pronounce my first name <laughs> on Instagram is like 
it's so cringy it is it's it's really strange and degrading it's degrading too it's it's weird it's strange it's degrading and like even when I get into like the dating side of things I was dating this guy for a while and then he told me like something that never do this but he basically was telling me how he used to like um talk to his ex or like do certain things for her and I was like well you don't do those things for me and he was like well I didn't think you would want that and I find that sometimes because of me being plus size like situations where men don't feel like they need to protect you as much or Mm. um like say certain things because like you got it like you know or big girl privilege as people on tiktok say when they can go on walks at night exactly oh my god yeah exactly that so it's just like on on one hand you get those creepy guys who see all this weird shit in your DMs. And then on the other hand, you date a guy and he feels like he doesn't need to do certain things because you know, you, you're built like a brick house. Like you're, you're going to be fine. Man. So it, it sucks. And I don't know. Sometimes I find my DMs funny. Like I cannot believe like this is totally new. Um, how clever of you. Yeah. Sometimes I get ones where I'm like, oh, okay, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I liked that. One guy just put a soccer ball and he was just like, I just kicked you the ball to your turn now. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I was like, that's kind of clever. Yeah. Though, though. Did I respond? No. no. <laughs> but A for effort. <laughs> yeah, a, a for effort. E. But, um, and then you also get when your video goes viral and it ends up on the wrong side of TikTok, mm-hmm. all the voice memos of men just going in on you, you stupid, fat, nasty. It was just, this is for mm-hmm. Rachel. Yeah. So, um, have you gotten those, Nikki? No, I only get written um, messages from people who hate me, and I get voice notes from men who love me. Mm. or quote love me or I guess I got one and he kept it was this rapper in Miami I don't know if I sent this to you Alex Mm. and he was like girl you look good like you're beautiful you're thick you're not fat you're thick and even if you are fat you still look good as long as you're taking care of yourself and you're healthy like yeah I don't know I don't know. I like, I can't decide if I'd rather the hate messages or the sexual messages. I think the sex over sexualizing ones bring me down more. I don't mm. know about you guys. They hurt me more. Yeah. Cause it's not like you even like are saying this because you just think I'm an amazing person. You're saying this because you just want my body. Mm-hmm. And that's just disgusting. Yeah. Like I can like in my head, I can, like, the negative ones, I can work myself out of. I'm like, well, they don't know me, like, you know, but then the sexual ones, I'm like, yeah, I feel like a piece of meat. Like, you know, I get the whole other thing, like, the whole calling me Lizzo thing. I love, I absolutely love Lizzo, but it just, it definitely, it, it does bother me, because it's just like, I love how she's put it on for us. Like she's representing for us, but everyone who's big is not Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
we all have our own story and our own, um, you know, differences that make us unique. And um, just stop calling me Lizzo. Like, she's so successful. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. So it's not really an insult, but yeah. It's, well, it's like they think they're doing a good thing. I used to get Adele a lot. Oh, Do wow. I get it anymore? No. Why? She lost weight. That's why. So people are like, oh, you remind me so much of Adele. I'm like, oh, just because I'm big. Yeah. And so it is like, <laughs> it is offensive in a way because you're like, okay, but you're only seeing it for one part of it, right? Like you're only seeing it because I'm white and larger and pale. Like, you know, I've got like paler skin and so does she. So like, you're only seeing like three physical things. You're not seeing like the whole picture, right? Like, and what else reminds you of her? Yeah. Like we don't, our faces don't look alike at all. Yeah. And I know there's people out there who just would just be like anybody that they see that's bigger. Lizzo or just Adele or just, so it's, it's really annoying. And I don't know, but how do you, how do you feel about like Adele losing weight and stuff? Cause I know people range in different uh, yeah. opinions on that. When it first happened, I was really upset. Like, I, cause I felt like I was losing you know, like you're losing, there's only so many fat icons Mm -hmm. that we have that we're able to like, look at and be like, oh, okay, well she's doing, and she's successful. And like, you know, she, you know, she has it all together, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then I realized like, I was kind of being like, not fat phobic, but like, I was like looking at it from a, like, it's her body and it's her choice, Mm -hmm. right? Like she's allowed to do whatever she wants. Like I, why am I sitting here? Like judging her for it was just I was hurt right like I was it was me having an emotion that I was hurt because like it's like I was left behind on fat island (laughs) you know (laughs) like and that's like something I have to look at myself internally for um but I mean yeah I think it happens anytime I see someone who's fat and lose weight like I, I had the same reaction when um um rebel wilson and Jennifer oh, Hudson, well, Jennifer Hudson too, like that upset me. Anyone who goes on like American Idol or on a reality show, like all of a sudden, Jordan um, Sparks too, like mm-hmm. she wasn't oh, like, yeah. she was thicker and she yeah. like lost all that weight. And I was sort of like, oh, okay, like we're, we keep losing them. I can't imagine though being at that level of mm-hmm. star power and not feeling like you have to succumb sometimes to that pressure just about the messages that we get and we are nothing compared to them and that so they're getting it all like 24 7 from millions like and I can only imagine maybe from the people who are casting them and mm -hmm. because I did like you know I would date you if you're pretty well I would cast you if you were like 20 pounds lighter so I definitely feel like I felt like Alex did but then I started to realize you know like they have so much going on the pressures of society mm-hmm. social media and then like being you know a star and getting booked for things and it, and I still do feel like you know I really hope there's somebody who can just like Lizzo like you know really just power through that and just still be who you are and love that but at the same time like you said like that's their body you know to lose weight and be happy that way, I understand because I understand what it's like to be bigger and go through so many different um, feelings and emotions to where you, sometimes I'm like, F it, I do just want to lose weight because mm-hmm. it's 
if this stops and yeah. Um, so I, I, I get, I definitely get it. I understand for sure. Yeah. I like how she reacted, you know, like her comment after all the stuff that came out, like, I feel like was like positive. It was sort of like exactly what we were saying. It's just like, it's not your business, you know? And, um, it, it wasn't like she explained it away or anything. I felt like Rebel Wilson, though. It was rough. It was like, uh, well, she made a joke that she did it so she could get roles. Yeah. And just like the things she's been saying are like super, super yeah. fat phobic and um, like not even funny. You're like, yeah. okay, I don't know. It's just it's that I think is harder to watch. Like at least Adele is sort of like, hey, like just leave me alone. And like it's not your business and it's like okay that's fair rebel wilson is like on the cover of people magazine being like i lost 160 pounds and you're like oh my god why <laughs> like this is like stuff we saw in the 90s you know mm-hmm. where it's like these stars and like holding their pants and you know like i dropped three pants sizes and that stuff i feel like is way more um like for your mental health is it's horrible to see that stuff because then you exactly what you're saying Jaren. sort of like this you're like okay it would be easier if I just lost the weight then and then you're like then you buy the slim fast which is basically what they're like trying to sell you is like some sort of like diet plan right it's like an industry and we have to remember that mm-hmm. and like they are just trying to like sell you stuff um anyway I feel like I digressed a lot there do you uh deal with comments like that um on dating apps do you deal with like negative or sexual comments on dating apps at all not really but I remember there was this one time where I did like this guy match with me only so he could tell me I was fat and like I I would never date you and then he unmatched me (laughs) and I was just like so shook because I was just like you know what because in my bio I said something like you know I think I said like I'm a stallion and I was just like really confident in my bio or whatever. And he just came and he said something like related to my bio, like, you're not, you know, that girl, da, da, da. you're fat. I would never date you, unmatch me. And that was it. And I was just like, savage. Wow. Look at yeah. You. Okay. So he came in and he's like, by the way, you're not all those things. So he didn't even wait to stay for the convo, like no. to hear a rebuttal. No. Interesting. All. What he stayed coward. long enough for her to see the message though because when you get unmatched the message goes away so he stayed a long, long enough like I guess he had read receipts probably on so he could see her that she read it and then go yep. which is even crazier it is I think like anytime I see stuff like that or hear about stuff like that I'm like you like for me I feel like it's easy to um look at that and be like oh man they are so embarrassed for themselves that they're attracted to me like that's why they're saying shit like that because like why else would you bother like that has to be some real internalized like weird shit you got going on that you feel Mm -hmm. the need to come in and tell me that I'm disgusting it feels like you are trying to you're saying that because you actually think I'm yeah like you just took all that time and energy into this message and just so I can see it okay Mm -hmm. okay okay that's really the only time that's ever happened and then of course like when you do I've definitely had um people like uh add me on snapchat and then like tell me they're interested in me and then I'm like no I'm not feeling you like in the most polite nicest way and then they'll be like fat bitch and then yeah that kind of thing sorry and then um 
yeah, that that happens a lot where you reject someone and then they mm-hmm. retaliate and talk about your weight. And that's the only thing they can say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that does happen often. Yeah. It was, it's always, well, you're fat anyways. Yep. I just don't understand it. He wanted this fat ass five minutes ago. <laughs> that's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like you get fetishized for other stuff too, like for being tall or for being black. Like, do people ever? You know, only so I do this thing where I go on Omegle sometimes to make videos, and on there it happens a lot. So mm. like, on what? Omegle. It's like where it's this uh, website where you can you can only do it from your laptop, and um. Like you type it in and then you just meet random strangers. Oh. And so like, sometimes I like to make videos on there or whatever. So the last time I was on there, I got a lot of like, people will come on and the first thing that they'll say is like, oh, you black chocolate queen. And then they'll like talk in like a, in a weird, like, like black way or something mm. like that. Like, yeah. I was, and I'm just looking at them like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, and that happens like a lot on there. Um, yeah. Cream that of the crop peeps there. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but maybe. not, not on dating apps and stuff. No. Okay. No. That's good. Nope. She just gets that she's fat. Like yeah. the rest of us. I know. I got one recently. <laughs> it's a that win. Was like, <laughs> it is a win. <laughs> I got one recently that was like, I love how short you are. And I was like, I don't want to take this as a sexual thing, but it feels sexual. <laughs> like, oh my God. And I have this thing though. I feel like, I know there's men out there who like tall girls, but I feel like guys love short girls. They do. They really do. And I'm just so jealous of you guys. Like, ugh. But I also, we don't give short men a chance either. I do. No, you're short. Yeah. You. Oh. That's who she, you should be dating anyway. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. My apologies. I want you to date somebody who I, you're taller than, or if you're heel in heels, you're really taller. I than. feel like that'd be really hard, but okay. I've so, dated someone my height. Okay. Good. You? Five, two. Oh, wow. I mean, that is oh actually, that's very short for a man. Alex, literally everyone's <laughs> probably taller than you that you're dating. Yeah, so she, she's so she's never felt. Yeah, it is a privilege. It is a privilege. privilege. I know, I know. Actually, like, if you want to date with a guy like five five. I'm five ten. Mm-hmm. My ex was five five, and I'm five eight. Not for you. Not for her. <laughs> Not for her. That was actually the last date that I went on. Okay, a little scarred. Yeah. Well, did you not know how tall he was? I don't, yes, she did. She met him in person at a taco truck. So I don't know why I, she's confused. He was in a car. Oh. I knew, okay, I knew he was shorter. I knew he was shorter. Not you. Okay. Wait, I'm deceased. I'm deceased. I didn't I know deceased. he was in a car. This you didn't is, talk about wait, that. Wait, this part. is legitimately, legitimately like a movie. Yeah. Okay. You met a guy in a car and then you went on a date and you showed up and he's like Kevin Hart height. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. I knew he was a little bit shorter because like you can kind of notice that thing but you know I was like I was actually upset at the guy that I was actually dating at the time so I was getting back at him because he canceled our plans and then okay. it spontaneous 
thing happened where I was like getting comfort food because that just happened. And this guy pulls up and he's like telling me I'm beautiful and the vibes were good. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I don't care if this guy's ax murder. I'm gonna go on a date with him same day and uh, get out that car and he stood right here to me. And, uh, you know, that I still- That's went. right under her boobs, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still right here. <laughs> and uh, I went on that day and I feel like he's, he told me he's dated like other taller women in the past, but he still had a thing. He was like, you know, it was still a thing. That oh, he had a complex about it. Had a complex, yes. So, although, and then he also cringed me out with the whole like, oh, you're you're my type of like big girl. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that's the ick. Yeah, yeah, that's the ick right there. Yeah. So yeah, that wasn't the best date, but it was a learning experience for sure. It was a experience. Now you never pick somebody up at a at a taco truck ever again. That's so fun. I went on a date with a guy I met in a car once too. Like we were both in cars. Oh. Yeah, and he that's gave hot. me his number through the window. Did you just say it? That's hot. Yeah. Um, we had literally nothing in common. And I remember being like, and I was in high school. So I remember being like, this is my meet cute. This is how I met my husband. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're going to get married. We met through cars. How cute is that? And it was legitimately horrible. Wow. Horrible. Never meet a guy in the car, lady. <laughs> and that is the team <laughs> for today. That's the that's the note we need to end on is don't meet a guy in a car and expect the date to go well. I've, I would never. That's not true. You don't know. He'd pull up and try to talk to me and I'd be so scared I'd run away. Wait, this isn't the, this is the, I did go out on a date with another guy who sat, that guy Rashad. Actually, should I, but I probably shouldn't use names. I guess it doesn't matter. It was so long ago. Um, he like pulled up his car in front of me as I was walking and asked me on a date. Like he drove into like, and I, he was like, can I stop you? And I was sort of like, no, I thought no, I was like, not. oh, do you need directions? Like I legit like thought he needed directions. He's like, no, I just thought you were beautiful. Here's my, um, my card. If you want to go on a date. Him? I was in a bad emotional state. So <laughs> this is why we don't date when we're in a bad emotional state, guys. We don't we don't go out with guys who pick us up in cars and we don't go out on, with people when we're in a bad emotional state. Yeah, he was a CEO of a company. So I was like, oh, OK, he's legit. Like I looked him up. He's like legit. And, you know, like he has con- he had contracts with the city. Like he was like, okay. yeah. So I was like, OK, he's like legit. And we went on How like three dates. Though? Oh, yeah. He was older. Not too much, but. It just didn't work out. He was kind of like pressuring me to have sex. And I remember being like, I'm not like, I like you, but I did not, I did not find you attractive at first. So like, I need to like, like, I like you, but I'm not there yet. And he was sort of like, when are you going to be there? And it's like, that's not the vibe. Like you, we got to feel like you have to take me out more. Sorry. Yeah. It's like, I'm not sure how, how it was back in my parents' days, but I always like tell them, y'all are so lucky because I feel like back then it was a thing like you actually had to take women out and like treat them right go meet their parents at the front door and like um, be courted yes like you really had to be courted and 
get to know a person. Um, and now people just want to hit you, be able to hit you up and say, my place at 10 p.m. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so happy. Like, it's this whole, um, what is it? Like, sneaky link culture. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Sometimes it's funny because, like, you see the TikTok videos about it. But then in retrospect, I just think it's so sad. It's like, I'm not, I'm not that type of girl, a sneaky link type of girl. And I don't, I'm not, you know, against anybody who is, but it's just like, dude, no, with me, you're going to have to put in this time, this effort and get to know me. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. Like it shouldn't be that. And it's only been three dates. Like, right. Cool your jets. Like that's not even, I don't know. I just feel like there's this like feeling of like this, whoever wrote this three day rule, the three date rule where it's like, I'm all, I'm not supposed to have sex with you automatically. Um, I hate them because <laughs> it's like, I just feel like there is like this unwritten expectation, yeah. this pressure. And if I feel like if I don't have sex after the third date, like I won't hear from them sometimes. So to be honest, to open up to you guys, I'm still a virgin. Okay. And honestly, and I, I mean, <laughs> I've done things and yeah. you know, had experiences, but for me, it's just because I haven't met somebody that I feel like I can actually have that vulnerability moment. Yeah. Like everybody I meet just wants to have sex with me right away. And I'm just not, I'm not down for that. And sometimes I get a little sad because it's like, I want to meet somebody who like actually wants to get to know me and like have a real relationship with me. And, you know, I'd be able to give them that and have that but I just can't like I really do get the ick way too quick (laughs) one little thing somebody does or like says can just turn me off and I'm just like no yeah just wait I mean I was 24 when I had sex for the first time and my first relationship wasn't until I was 25 so I think we're just all on our own like on our own timeline and we shouldn't just because somebody else is having it at other times than us like we're all on our own timeline. We don't have to rush. For sure. And everybody says that, but I want to have sex, you know. <laughs> That's fair. No, yeah. No, but I, I, I do agree. Like, um, a lot of my friends always tell me, like, you know, I'm so happy that you haven't. But it's just like, girl, you're on the other side. So you mm-hmm. But I get it. I do get it. Yeah. So like, how, how soon do you tell guys that you haven't? So honestly, it comes up way quicker than I want it to happen because yeah. mm, because they just trying to hook up. Yes, but I mean, I try to be as honest as possible. I've had a guy tell me, um, like, you know, you're cute and all, you have a great personality, but I can't deal with that childish shit. Right? Literally tell me that. And that had me like, I was just like, oh my God. And so that- that's childish. He's mm-hmm. being childish. Yeah. So that happens, but um, most of the time it happens very quickly just because they just go straight there. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. or sometimes I just don't tell them. I'm just like, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I didn't have, I didn't have sex with somebody who I like was in love with or like, I kind of liked them, but I felt safe with them. And yeah. I just, I kind of wanted to get it just, I wanted to break the barrier go like get it over with 
I, that sounds so bad, but I just, I wanted to have sex. So I found somebody who made me feel comfortable enough and I don't regret that. Like I, I love people who can wait for like somebody they're in love with or something like that. But like, for me, I just waited until I was comfortable. Mm, yeah. And honestly, there was a guy in college that did make me feel comfortable. And, but I think at the time, like, I think I was like in my freshman year still. And I just mm-hmm. wasn't, you weren't ready. Yeah. Yeah. I had this like idea of like, and I, I didn't like him and he did, he did like me. Mm. Um, but I just wasn't like attracted to him in that way. Yeah. But I could say like, I like when I do talk to him and stuff, I'm like, I always appreciated you because you really made me feel one comfortable, safe. And then also like, you know, um, wanted Yeah. in a different way. Cause like, like I said, I did have those people like wanting me and like, but the way I wanted to feel wanted, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a distinction because it's like, I think like for larger women, it's like we either, it's like the sexualization is so high, so fast too. So it's like, I feel, I can feel wanted, but it's not, it's not like the way I want. I want someone to like care for me mm-hmm. and like love me and like want to protect me. I don't want someone who just wants to use me and I there's just like such a distinction there and I feel like it's it's either all or nothing for us it feels that way and maybe it does for straight size people too I don't know but um like in this world right now probably I feel like all dating culture is that it's like either you want to fuck me or you want to marry me there's like no in between like why is there no in between I don't it's sad it's sad and then I know people who like it it started off as like a whole um sneaky link thing and then it progressed into a relationship and so you know there's those love stories but that's the exception to the rule not the rule exactly yeah so it's hard I think that's so difficult I see those stories on TikTok so much (laughs) those like sneaky link stories and I'm like I feel like this shouldn't give me it's like a weird hope thing you know you're like why is this giving me like some weird hope and I'm like okay maybe I should just like give that guy a try yeah. but it you know like why though mm-hmm. it's like it's like watching a rom-com exactly like that homework dream mm-hmm. well, yeah. you love rom-coms too right I feel like I've seen you talk about that on TikTok I absolutely love rom-coms and that's why it's like when they try to do this big girl scenario and she's no no but yeah I do I do yeah I know me too I think it's hard to have grown up with all of that because it's like there's this like pressure of like that's what it should feel like this like all or nothing like you know it's like I want that I know realistically that's like not how it works but it's like I still want it yeah I think um same my mom has this thing where she like she says uh she doesn't like fairy tales mm. and it's because of that reason and I as a kid I like you know we did love Disneyland and at that mm-hmm. kind of thing but I, I never really understood until like now like I see why um because it's like especially for me I'm such a dreamer and I love love and um that kind of thing and so why I realized like it's not realistic to like have these things you still like you said you still want that um but like life is not a fairy tale I know um, it's, it's like I want some semblance of it right like a tiny little bit of it that's all yeah 
Thanks. Like some big gesture. That would be nice. And I hate to be this way because I know women and men are so different, but sometimes I just, I really ask myself and I want to ask men like, if you guys would just do certain things to just make our experience better, we would just, we would, we would love that. And, and I feel like we would appreciate that. And that's how you would be able to get us. Yeah. But hitting me up in my DMs and at 12 a.m. and then sending me messages that are just so weird and out of this world is not going to do it for me at all. Mm-hmm. But so that's the remote, that's the romantic gesture now. The dick pic is yeah. the romantic gesture. I'm like, that doesn't do anything for me. You know what I also hate is when it's like a really bad dick too. Like, why did you think this disgusting dick was going to be, I don't know. Like, you think this is, this looks good. Right. Or like a floppy, one that's just like floppy. Yeah. Not even, not even erect. Yeah. It just like flopped. You're like, why, why? I'm looking at a flaccid the, dick the, right now. The last guy sent me multiple angles, hard and flaccid. Was he big? Yes. No. Okay, interesting. Sometimes and I feel like s- they like to show that they're a shower and a grower. No, yeah, and he also sent me a face pic. I, I also get like weird, weird face pictures. Like, this is what I look like. I'm like, do you think you look good? Is These old weird? men. Does that discourage you? Because most of the time my DMs are from unwanted, like people that I don't find attractive. And then I'm just like, these are the guys that like me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for saying that. And then other times I'm like, no, like, why? Like, these are the guys that like me. Like, like a little thought I'll be like, well, is this all I'm good enough for? Yeah. 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 Which I know it's not true, but sometimes it creeps in. Literally. Well, especially because it's like all like they like kind of say it even sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Well, this is what you like." They they basically say this is what you deserve. Speaking of messages, I guess got a comment. You know, pound cake is good too. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Oh man. Cool. Well, I, I hate men. I know. I know. It's hard. It's, yeah, it's and I try not to hate them. I try. I know. I, like, it's hard to like this like fine line of like pes- pessimism and optimism is really hard. It's like again, there's it's like you either <laughs> you either want to fuck it or you want to marry it. It's like I'm either like really really excited or I'm so depressed about dating that it's like I don't want to do it anymore at all. I feel like there's no in between because like me- I don't know. For me personally, I feel like men are making it that way. Mm-hmm. And then do you guys find that because of the way like we've grown up, we have so much more personality and like that when you get into like the stage of dating people and then they kind of realize like you're smart or like, I hate to say Mm -hmm. smart, but like that you, that you're confident. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm looking for and that you're able to speak up about different things and then have your own opinions and then you know that kind of thing I find like that's definitely an issue for me some guys that I date like have a problem with me being so confident and strong right because they're insecure so they don't want you to be 
yes, I've, I've definitely had that issue um, or too successful too. Mm-hmm. Like they're not as successful. So they feel like less than, um, but yeah, I think for sure there's like an intimidation factor there mm-hmm. for them, you know? And my brother's the one who actually made me realize that. Mm. Oh yeah. Me and my brother are really close, like super. Yeah, he didn't tell you to, he didn't tell you to turn it down. Right. Like turn down your personality. He just said, that's what's happening. Yeah. He's yeah. He told me like, that's the reason why I'm like the right person is going to appreciate that from you. Good. Yeah. (laughs) So sweet. Yeah. I definitely get that. I remember it too. I'm like, I'm a generally, I feel like generally positive. Um, and I feel like, um, when I am sad, it's like pretty sad, you know, like it's like I'm down, down. And I feel like I've gotten that a lot from men too, where it's sort of like, wow, like you went from here to here and I can't handle that. It's like too much baggage. Yeah. Mine's that I'm more outgoing like online or like in social situations and when I'm home I'm quieter and I think that surprises them that I have two modes and then I never thought people were intimidated by my career but then it like it I think it like does play a factor into things yeah intimidation is definitely a thing I feel like so I don't know just like they need to get their shit together is is my thing like you just you need to get your shit together I don't know. I do. Uh, Steve Harvey did that whole thing where he's like, if a man isn't, doesn't have like his money in order. Um, I do think that that is true though. Mm-hmm. Nikki just made a face, but it's like, if they don't have like their money in order and like something else in order, like they're not going to be ready to be in a relationship because they don't feel like secure or confident enough. Like it's I, stupid, I- but I think it's true. Yeah, because I think it's like a whole man thing, like, Mm -hmm. um, and I think we have our things too, where like, well, maybe it's just me, but sometimes I feel like I'm not ready to be in a relationship because like, I don't have this put together or certain part of my life put together. Mm. But like, like you said, so to me, I don't think I would turn down a guy who didn't have everything. No, Um, that's just not. But I think they think that yeah. they can't I think they think they can be in like maybe like a baby relationship but they can't like commit commit until mm-hmm. they have like x y and z in place um and I think for me I think that's a little bit of why there was like so much apparently, more with my ex but I think that was one of the things and apparently when those men don't have everything in place they run to the big girls because oh well, because we're secure and we can yeah. we that t- that tiktok interview fuck her yeah exactly because uh yeah they, they're just gonna run to us because we're gonna take care of them because we're big and we don't have anything else better to and do. we're we're financially stable because we're big mm-hmm. and we got it all going on because we're big yeah such bullshit <laughs> yeah that tiktok <laughs> made me come from? i don't know oh. that made me big <laughs> mad it was a tiktok yeah. It was like this woman on a podcast. On a, that one of those dumb men podcasts that need to be their mics need to be taken away, where all they do is t- say like the most misogynistic shit. I mean, and we saw what happened to Kevin Samuels. I, I'm not even trying to be. You guys know who that is, Kevin? No. no. Oh my God. Which what? one? Tell tell he, us what he did. We probably know him. Uh, he goes viral for just degrading women, like 
he like literally he rates women like what do you think you are and they'll be like i think i'm an eight and he's like oh eight? i haven't seen him on TikTok. i'm googling him yes google him googling he actually him. passed away he wait he passed away yep he passed away recently and it's like it's not that's never a good thing but it's just like everybody wanted us to feel women to feel so bad and sorry for him um but it's like not that i am happy that he passed away but i don't really care that he did after all the degrading that he did and tearing down and he's really a lot like really well known in the black community because a lot of the women that he did degrade were black women um and so yeah that was a thing him being a black man as well Mm, yeah 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 but that's the whole that's a new trend now is men like getting on this bandwagon and being like women are not good enough yeah i know in this whole thing where it's like well they're not oh god what was the thing that they said in the video like they're not attracting high class yeah oh like high quality yeah high quality yeah you're attracting low quality women so being fat is means you're low quality and his argument was that we are like basically saying lazy because you're not you could be thin if you wanted to be so that means that you're not like mentally tough enough mm, yes. to be with a high quality man yeah right. right actually one of the videos that i did was like asking uh guys if they would date plus size women and this one this one guy was like basically like yes but she can't sit around the house she has to have a job and it's just like what no one asked wait why is in your head that this plus size girl that you're dating she's like lazy she just sits around and she doesn't have a job like she's gonna need to make her own money this and that it's like where is this coming from all i said is would you date a plus size woman now you're going into like this whole thing of so it tells me when you think of a plus size woman you just think we're immediately lazy we don't Mm -hmm. for ourselves and it's just it's just like really even when you do date people who find you attractive and like want to date you, it's still in the back of my head. I'm like, what kind of, what kind of things do you think about me in, in, yeah. in your mind? And that like messes with me a lot. It's just exhausting. It really is. Yeah. Especially when you like, you do build your confidence up and then you get in a scenario where something like that happens and you're like, well, fuck, now I have to start over sort of like it takes you down like for me that was like the tiktok stuff going viral for me it was like okay like i feel like i've built up a wall not a wall but i've built up like enough like confidence that most of this stuff just falls off my back right like i don't really care but it was like an onslaught so you're like damn like okay you just took me down like three pegs now i gotta build up to four Mm -hmm. um which just sucks and then yeah all the trickle down effect from that so like no one could want me no one's gonna love me you know all that stuff it just seeps back in even though you've done a lot of work for it to not be there mm-hmm. it's hard but I mean I think we're all doing doing, as, it. doing as much as we can right yeah and staying pretty positive <laughs> you have to you literally have to in in this world that we live in today yeah yeah Nikki's laughing because I had a really bad month last month where I was not positive at all. 
there was no positivity in her in her body <laughs> last month so we're back we're back okay we're back and we're positive now yeah. and that's what matters <laughs> we're back <laughs> oh man well thank you for joining us thank you for it's having a pleasure me. i loved every second of this i really did like, oh good I- Podcasts are starting to become my new favorite. Thing. Yay, we Yay. love that. Well, where can people find you so that you can find me on TikTok at Aquafacro, Instagram um, at Jaren underscore Nicole, and then on YouTube at That's So Jaren. I have too many different ads. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta narrow that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's where you can find her, guys. So every episode we end saying bye together. Do you want to do that with us? Sure. Okay, I'll count to three. Bye. 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 Follow along with us on Instagram and TikTok at Swipe Bat. And if you're not a part of our private Facebook group, join that too. Just search Swipe Bat Podcast. And if you love us, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review.